1: Only from Rustolium.
2: Hello and welcome to Made by Mumma's the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations. Tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. How do we keep it all together?
3: What a are we going to start answer? The <laughs> are you, you going to answer? And I love that you say we because I don't feel like I keep it all together at all. Oh please, come on now. Externally, you, externally, yeah. I do. Yeah.
2: Are you having your J Lo moment where you you present that you're fine, but you're not inside?
3: Yeah, I'm like a duck. Like, I'm like
2: a duck yeah. on top,
3: like, and then underneath I'm like. You know, like it's that. a
2: swan. You know, the analogy is not know, a duck. But it's I I thought swan. a swan would be too, like,
3: graceful.
2: <laughs> seriously, seriously, though, do you have, because I've never seen you melt down. There's been one phone call that you've made to me over the last seven years of our friendship where I thought, fuck me, if Georgia's losing her shit, like, what hope is there for me? Like, you, you are my cool, calm and collected cucumber.
3: No, I am. I am cool, calm, and collected. Co- collected, not collected. collected. I am cool, <laughs> calm, and collected. But it takes a lot to be like that. If that makes sense, does that make sense? It's yeah. not like I just wake up and don't care about anything, and I just breeze around and like I'm not. I'm not that. I am cool, and I am good in a crisis. But I have so many things that allow like that make me like allow me to be like that if that makes sense like I have loads of things in place that that Mm. allow me to be cool calm and collected
2: no but that's all well and good right and i hear you and i and i know that about your personality um and it's a really brilliant trait that you have but you cannot predict what the kids are going to do no 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 so you can't so like there has to be there has to be moments where they are fighting bickering pushing you mentally at that point how do you reset and does it impact you so savagely? Because my cortisol levels get so high, yeah. I feel very, very stressed. Like it actually physically impacts me. Like it hurts me. It like gives me, brings me pain in my chest when it when yeah. that sort of stuff is going on. Because I hate arguments.
3: Yeah, hate oh no, I'm I'm the same. I hate arguments. I'm not used to like. A loud house i'm an only child like i'm not used to any of that yeah. and i think that yeah i agree with you i know exactly I, I feel but i just have to take myself out like i'm not a mm. I, I don't know like i'm not a shouter but i internally my body's feeling the same that you are do you right. know what i mean I, I i'm still yeah. i still feel that cortisol Ru- like, rush, and I know that I just have to like step. Do you know what I do actually? Where, like, because uh, I've James is like more of a shout, like, shout, a- angry, that kind of person, and then you know, we'll get to but shout and then come back down. Whereas I'm more distant, I, I almost just I'm not present anymore. Take yourself away in the house, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, but I'm not present like anymore because I just zone out, which is probably equally not as helpful. It's not helpful in that situation.
2: No, I think I think I think that's probably the right thing to do to be honest with you because you can't so I mean look welcome to Friday's Q&A by the way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> forgive us for for kind of delving straight into this conversation but it but it has been very prevalent in our house at the moment that yeah. Luna and Kit are very much in a phase. Um I've got to be honest with you Actually, all three of them are. I'm having quite a tough time with Isla, one-on-one, but also her interaction with the two littlies hasn't been that great. Luna and Kit, literally like an old married couple, they're either, you know, all over each other or 90% of the time they cannot stand one another. Yeah. In fact, we're getting a lot of like, I hate her. You know, Kit's trying Mm. to fart on her head. She's trying to, you know, punch him in the ribs. They're physically fighting but also niggling at each other, snatching. So it is carnage and by the yeah. way this is happening all before seven o'clock in the morning because my kids wake up so early they're up at 5 30 every day so it's not a great start to my day always no. and last week I was pushed so badly all I wanted to do was take a moment in the bathroom because I thought I could feel myself going I've asked them to stop lots of times Tried to distract them did all the things that I've learned over the last seven years of doing this podcast but really at that point I just needed a moment to gather myself because I'm only mm. human but can't be left alone for a second anymore because he's frightened to be alone so he was like clinging hold of my leg and going oh ah! Ah, like looking and i was thinking fuck 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 help me help me like i don't know what to do here it was really horrible and then i i feel really terrible but i'm going to admit this on the podcast because i know everyone listening will hopefully not hate me and i basically said to them i was like i'm leaving and they Mm. were like where are you going and i was like i'm going to the airport (laughs) (laughs) like where are you gonna go and i was like i don't know but anywhere away from here yeah, like, it was an awful thing to say. I felt guilty the entire day, but it had it had gone on all week, and this was Thursday morning, and I just thought I can't cope with this.
3: Yeah, uh, do you know what? <laughs> like, I totally get that because okay, I sometimes wonder though if saying something like that to them, right? I, it's not going to harm them saying it is it really especially if you apologize after and you say oh you know, i'm not going to do that but sometimes i do think like a little bit of a shock tactic like mm. shock like i know you don't mean to say that and you wouldn't go out to say that to them but i've said things like that like i've said like i'm going to i'm going to have to get you a new mummy now because this mummy <laughs> can this mummy can't do it anymore can't mummy like, anymore no, yeah no yeah. and i think sometimes those little shocks like, they work a bit. It did but, stop
2: them. Yeah. It did stop I, I, them. I, they I know
3: exactly what you mean about the constant bickering. Like, I swear, in the mornings, I come upstairs to get ready for, like, not even 10 minutes. And I know the second yeah. I walk into my bedroom, ah, and I think, oh, for yeah. fuck's sake, for what sake. are you doing to each other? Like, yeah, yeah, I know the bickering and the arguing. And then I just, I, I basically say to them, I'm going to have to split you up. I'm going to have to split you up. And they're like, no, don't split us up. I think, but you don't even like each other. What, why do you want, don't, don't talk to each other. I'm like, don't look at her. Don't look at him. Don't go near each other. Don't touch each other. Stay Mm. away.
2: Yeah. And then you put them in the car. Then you've calmed things down. I've said my sorries. You've done, you you know, you've split the kids up and you're like, okay, great. Getting them in the car is one thing for school, but then they're in the back together. Mm. And then it's like, someone said to me the other day, why don't you build a piece of cardboard that separates them? the back that's brilliant <laughs> such a that great suggestion brilliant.
3: yeah it is it, do you know i've actually started doing we've got seven seats in our car like the two at the back are actually like in the boot do you know what i mean and you pull the seats up so you don't always have oh, them up genius but you, i put one in there and then one in the next bit now because i just can't i just yeah i just can't cope with the because it's also quite no. dangerous like but exactly when of course it is like when they're arguing and pushing each other and all of that and you're trying to drive and you think oh my god like just just
2: stop like I just oh yeah yeah that's why we're doing today's Q&A because we really obviously we've just come out the other side of half term you know the, the UK was divided in terms of I had it first and then Georgia had it the week later so it's been two weeks of it for Made by Mamas and I know a lot of you have been through it as well and you know I put we put something up on stories the other day and the first one that came back was no I absolutely love the holidays the holidays I completely agree I love having the kids off but it also comes with a level of anxiety and if you are in full time work um, mm. I'm not saying it's any I'm not saying it's any harder but it's also the juggle of trying to make that work and then the guilt of not being with them all the time so we thought we'd it out to you guys today to kind of understand in those stressful moments how you cope with them, what they look like, and have a general and very honest conversation today with absolutely zero judgment. George, do you yeah, want to kick us off?
3: Yeah, exactly. I'm going to kick us off, and actually, timely because half term is you know this is so prevalent how to overcome feeling disappointed when outings parties etc don't go to plan
2: oh my god yeah I know this one yeah. you've 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 done the research you've booked something at vast expense you've got the kids excited and then something has happened which has caused a meltdown mm. or they do they, they show no interest in it they don't want to be there they moan all the time and you think why the fuck have I bothered yeah. And that, that can happen. And when it does happen, it's crushing. Yeah. And it, it really does impact. So it's happened to me a lot. We kept it really simple this half term. And mm. actually, it was the best thing we could have done. We did one day out in London where we took them to the Balloon Museum. But the rest of the time, it was free activities outdoors like we went to the park a lot we got on our bikes a lot we scooted in the in the skate park and um, we played football a lot just doing drills kicking it to each other it was a lot of outdoor activities even though the weather was a bit pants at, at, at periods but none of it was it was like arts and crafts activities but none of it was super expensive and and it helped me and I wasn't I was also allowing the kids to have a holiday in terms of some days You know, they just watched telly and they just roamed around because they needed to have a rest.
3: Yeah, that's the whole point. And I think that's what we forget sometimes. Like the whole point of the half terms is for them to have a little bit of a break. I don't know, like in the school holidays when it's six weeks, you can't just, you know, it's unrealistic to say you can just let them sit yeah. around for six weeks. They, Yeah, they'll get bored. But I do think in the half terms, it is, I think you have to almost lower your expectations of days. And I know that's, mm. that's quite sad to do when you're looking forward to something. But I think you have to... I always think, like, when we, go, when we go out for a big day out, and I know exactly what you mean, though, so when the- everything costs so much now, by the way, like, uh, any day out is over £100, any day. I went to man to the cinema with the kids and it was over £100 by the time we'd mm-hmm. bought tickets and food and parking mm-hmm. and all of that. Um, but I do let rules slide more um when we have days out so for instance like I don't know when we went to the cinema would I normally let them have pick mix and popcorn and chocolate buttons no but when we go to the everyman would I yes because I couldn't I don't want the fallout and I think we let rules slide a little bit more about you know lots of different things like I don't know if we're out for the day and normally they would have lunch and neither of them want to have lunch I'll think all right okay no worries we won't like we I, I kind of let things yeah I just uh, yeah I, I let things an like, easier all, life yeah, yeah. I just yeah. don't yeah. I'm not so regimented now when we go out for days out and I go more with the mm-hmm. flow um because I did find that having this expectation in your head right we're going to go into London and we're going to go on the London eye and then we're going to go for lunch at this place and it's going to be really nice and then we're going to go here and then we're going to go there that's not always the way things plan out that's
2: a really good advice George yeah lowering it and also but going back to the point of like how do you deal because it's like yes you can do that for the kids but they still may respond in a way that you know is disruptive or you know just disappointing for you basically I think Mm. the first thing to remember is that you are an amazing parent yeah and the, the fact that you're, you're sending that message into us shows how much you care. And actually, mm. it's okay to get to the end of the day after giving everything and feeling like they don't, they just, whatever, they're just not that bothered. It's okay yeah. to feel rubbish about that for a second. But realize that they are little kids and they don't really have that emotional maturity to be able to, you know, we all know in a logical mind, I think some days I just get to the end of the day and think, right write that off put a line through it and we start again we reset because they have a really amazing ability to reset it's just as grown-ups we hold on to things a lot a lot longer it does us constantly saying to me you know why are you still talking about that thing that happened last week because that's last week and it doesn't it shouldn't impact you as a mother you are the most incredible mum so just Mm. always remember that That, we do our best yeah
3: that's so true we'll be right back after this short break
1: Plushcare.com/slash/weight-loss.
2: Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mommers. Now, where were we? Shell um, says, "How do you deal with guilt after losing your shit?" <sighs> oh my god! Well, this gosh. was me the other morning. If we knew the answer to this,
3: <laughs> <laughs> wow, we'd be millionaires, brothers. We would. We would. Gosh, it's hard. And I think the whole—I think I've never known guilt like guilt before becoming a mum. I don't think I ever really felt guilt, if I'm honest. How do you overcome? I do think you need to, it's it's acceptance. A lot of it is acceptance Mm. and accepting that you are a human and that you do have feelings and you're not a robot. Um, Mm -hmm. And there are certain ways that, you know, we'd like to behave, but there's also certain ways we'd like everything to go and it doesn't always go like that. So I think you need to, yeah, I think you need to ex- like have a level of acceptance that y- you're not always going to be able to hold it all together. And it's normal, totally normal to, you know, lo- lose it sometimes.
2: Mm.
3: Yeah, I just yep. think.
2: Yeah, I echo yeah. that. What I did the other day was, and it's actually a really brilliant piece of advice that one of my male like my father, like he's, he's a dad and he gave me some really brilliant advice because I was talking about it and he said, look, it's how you handle, if you've lost your shit and you felt you've gone too far, like it's fine to lose your shit if the kids, mm. you know, they need a sharpener, like sharpen them up. That's what you're there for as their parent. You're not there to be their best mate. You're there to guide them and to give them advice and to keep and tell them when they're being you know, little dicks. But Mm. like, if you feel you've gone too far, which I felt the other morning I had, when they came back from school, I sat them down and I said, look, mummy wants to say sorry for the way that I behaved this morning. And it wasn't acceptable. And I felt really bad about it today. And I just want to apologize. And they were like, oh, mummy, don't worry. Can we watch Bluey? Yeah. In the same breath. And I was like, right this is my stuff not theirs so I'm glad I said sorry it ticked something you know it ticked a box for me um but also like Georgia said it's totally normal you're not alone we're all in the same boat so
3: yeah I do think as well it's really good like I think it's setting a really good example that you're not always you know every human is gonna behave in a way that they don't particularly like and if you can show like that show that you know that that wasn't the right way to behave and apologize I think that's a really mm. that's really good role modeling I think it's mm. I think it's positive like I think it's positive for your kids to see different emotions from you like because yep. that's huge like that's how we all are and they're not yeah that's how gonna... we learn yeah and you're yep. not always going to come across people in your life that are always cool calming like hello this is it's not always going to be like that and so I don't know I just think the more that they see and the more like that they they see how to process feelings and emotions and that you can apologize and all of that kind of stuff I think I I think it's a positive for sure. Yeah, yeah um, agree. So please don't feel guilty. Um oh hey, here we go. Look, this is this is leads on to that. How to balance between showing your emotions to your children and not becoming an emotional burden. Oh yeah. So this is
2: something that I think about a lot because mm. obviously I am an emotional person. Um and sometimes, you know, I don't think I think I can remember my dad crying once in yeah. in, in his whole life, and that growing up was the norm. And I think my kids have seen me cry probably maybe ten times already. Yeah. Um, and so is that too much for them? But also I don't, you know, I'm I'm not here to be uh, a piece of concrete. I'm not here to say, oh no, mummy's fine and turning away and not I'm not showing them that actually emotions and, you know, you can't have tears without laughter. You mm. cannot have, you know, pain without joy. Like these things are part of our emotional makeup and our children need to see that because yeah. I don't want my kids growing up, this is me personally, you know, stuff, stiff up a lip, old boy. Like, you know, no, no, we can't discuss that. And you, you're crying, I was sort yourself, you know, this old school, yeah. really old school view of it. At the same time, I don't want them to think that I spent my entire time weeping. So again, there is that balance. But I think saying to them, you know, mummy, mommy, mommy feels something today and mummy feels quite sad and I you know I'm sorry that I showed you my tears but hopefully you can understand those tears and allowing them to see that side of you I think is really beautiful.
3: Yeah I agree I actually listened to Louisa Zisman and Anna, and Anna Williamson talking about this on their podcast a couple of weeks ago and Louisa actually was saying that she doesn't show her kids any emotion she doesn't she wouldn't cry in front of them her and her yep. husband would never argue in front of them like basically she her point of view is that she doesn't want her kids to basically anything to dampen their childhood right that's her view and then Anna from a life coach point of view was saying that it's actually good for kids to see you know different things and like Ties and lows, ups and downs. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And I just, I did, I just found it really interesting because it's one of those things I sort of battle with. Like, do you protect your kids from absolutely everything? You know, like if something happens in the family, I don't know, do you show them that? Because do you, I don't know, like, do you want them to work, especially if it's a bit something that's too big for them to understand? Like, do you show them a little bit of it? I don't know. Like, I, I really don't. Um, and I think we've figured that out. Along we just the way, kind don't we, of, like, Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think, yeah, I think it's interesting. When I look back, I think my mum definitely did cry in front of me. And I probably only saw my dad cry once or twice. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, d- I don't know. I don't think the kids would mm. have ever seen James cry, to be fair. I don't think.
2: No, I no, quite really like it done. when does not like it, mm. but I quite, I'm quite proud of Doz when he cries in front of them. Yeah. Like he, he sometimes, I sometimes look at Doz and Doz feels like he's had a second chance, right? In just, yeah. you know, it, it in life because he's had having a second career and he's you know he's sober and he's he's just so much more of a present dad and and also with when you look at his childhood he's got a completely different experience with his own children now so sometimes yeah. the emotion is really overwhelming for him you yeah. know and I sometimes the kids look at him and they're like he's got tears in his eyes they're tears of joy not tears mm. of sadness but at the same time if they were sad tears I know my kids would be able to hold that let's go to this is really interesting so just a couple of thoughts around how to deal with the stressful moments uh, Carly says, I just have to get out of the house. which is which is interesting katie says get outside for fresh air there are loads and loads of comments like that that actually it's being in the house with the kids that's when the 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 bubbling over starts happening if things start to go really really chaotic
3: yeah and i do think like everything we've learned on this podcast is it's fine to take yourself out of a situation like whether Mm. you've got a six-month-old baby who will not stop crying it's okay to just take yourself into the bathroom for five minutes and just have a breather. It's absolutely fine to do that. Or you've got, you know, kids that are four and seven and fighting downstairs. It's fine to just you know make sure they're not in danger but just take yourself off and equally Mm -hmm. like what what do we always say like we learned this i feel like in lockdown just get out for a walk (laughs) like nothing bad ever comes from that i mean well it probably Mm -hmm. can but um when kids are involved but yeah i do think just resetting getting outside is uh, yeah is the best advice that we can give um what about this here when your kids behave like total dicks at other kids houses cringe what do you do
2: oh my god i love this i absolutely love this question thank you for being so honest because the the, you know you 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 sort of see these sort of perfectly curated things on instagram of like oh it's the perfect party and look how look how they're all sitting and playing you know pass Mm. the parcel whereas in reality kit would probably be trying to do a wee in the corner or headbutt another child he's just a big boisterous boy that wants to get into mischief and like cause carnage that's what he wants to do Mm. so my also my reality doesn't look like that um firstly i think just please try and and get rid of any shame that you're carrying around there because kids are kids and they will just feel all the feels and do all the things and you know it doesn't reflect on you by the way and also if they're great parents they will understand that all of their kids uh and everyone we know everyone's children behaves like that at certain points exactly what i I was gonna say say. i
3: think if you feel like you know your kids behaving like a dick at someone else's house i think the best thing you can do is like Say it <laughs> like yeah. I. I always find like if I've if I've had someone round and the kid's been really badly behaved, do I judge the mum or dad? Definitely not. Definitely no not. I'm more likely to be pissed off if they're like drawing on the wall and the parent doesn't say anything. If the parent says yes. something to me. Um I don't I don't care. Do you know what I mean? It's it's a weird thing. I think the best thing to do is just say, "Oh my god, I can't believe they're behaving like this. I'm so sorry." Or like, "God, this is annoying." You know, and then and then it's done. And if someone judges you for it, then they shouldn't be your friend and you shouldn't be at their house. <laughs> god.
2: oh my god I totally agree with you do you know what one of my closest friends actually she's got we we love spending time with them as a family um and they've got two kids and we adore their children and they're little they've got a little boy who's really really he's a massive character super super competitive with Kit they're similar ages he's really boisterous they adore each other the boys but they also fight quite badly and 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 also this little boy has tendencies of like having major meltdowns in certain situations where he's punching, kicking, he, you know, he hits out uh, at his mom, you know, he can hurt her quite badly. Like it is quite, when that goes off, it's quite, um, uh, I feel, I feel for her, like my my heart breaks for her because she's having to deal with it. She has a really amazing mechanism of picking him up, taking him outside, disciplining him away. So he's not being shamed in front of, you know, his peers. And, um, and then it's interesting to see what happens because then he brings She brings him back in and then it only takes him about 30 seconds for him to calm down and say sorry.
0: Um, So I
2: think when kids feel that they're being, you know, bollocked or told off in front of their peers, that's when the shame kicks in for them and that's when things can really bubble over. Um, So maybe that's that's a thought, but also, you know, God, all of our kids are dicks.
3: Yeah, exactly.
2: And everyone's
3: child has done that at some point. Um, yep. so yeah you just got to remember it's not a reflection on you at all on you
2: no when your kid shouts mummy for the 50,000th time and daddy is right there in the same room that's from oh, Ali. <laughs>
3: Seriously, what is that about? Like, I really don't like, understand. No. I really don't I remember when Gigi I mean, she's still like a proper mummy's girl, to be fair. Um, but I remember being like, Don't call me mummy, that's not my name. Call me something <laughs> that's <brilliant>, else. No. <laughs> like, call me anything I just, else. I just that's not my name. I don't know who that is. But I don't to- <laughs> yeah, I I really totally get that. I don't understand. But we've got we that you know, we've been doing this. I've got four and a seven-year-old now. So I've had a lot of years of like, mummy, mummy, mummy. And actually now, James does come in and be like, "Yeah, oh, daddy can help. Like, daddy can help. Yes. And I think it's about having that conversation with your partner so that they don't always just leave. Because I get it. Like, if someone say mummy, 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 then you're the one who would respond naturally. But I think it is actually their job to step in and say oh mummy's busy or what about can I help you or what can I do and I do think it has really helped so Mm. I mean now bum wiping daddy daddy (laughs) you get the best job fantastic Fantastic. (laughs) hang on a minute what about this I can't complain this half term my husband took the kids skiing and I had a week off work alone sorry what Oh what god uh, how have you managed that you absolute bloody hero oh my god I want to wow. do that wow that's that amazing is, that is what you have to do you have to get your partner and the kids to have a joint hobby that you're not involved in that is the key wow, there we that's go So that's I'm gonna impressive. go and sign Gigi up to football camp right now <laughs>
2: For goodness sakes, get her into football.
3: Yeah, I know I really am. Like, I really have my thought about this properly. She does actually like football, but I have thought about all the Saturday mornings I'm going to have to myself. I really mm. have thought about it.
2: Well, I love I that lady. Well done you. Yeah, fantastic. And I'll just finish on this because it's quite interesting. My husband is so laid back that he doesn't get it when I suddenly blow. It makes it worse and better at the same time. Thank God he's laid back, but wow, it can make me feel like the worst parent ever. Yeah. Yeah. God, I know. It's like you, then you suddenly start looking at your own behavior and thinking, oh, God, when someone doesn't get it in those moments to, to sort of go, yeah, no, no, I completely see why you've done that. When they sort of mm. go, why, why would you get, why, why, have you, why have you let that affect you? And you're like, because my mind is about to explode.
3: Yeah. But I <laughs> it's do crazy, think, isn't it? and Emma, you've said this, like, it's great that you have the balance. And I'm sure there is so much stuff that you handle so much better than him and Mm. it's lovely that you have that balance between like between the two of you and I think Mm. you've got to just focus on that in those times like I I know it's frustrating when you don't it's frustrating when you you know you're not on the same page but it Mm. is a positive like it it actually really is because if the two of you were both the same it, it wouldn't.
2: It wouldn't work. Yeah. No, I get that. That's, yeah. Good. Good advice, George. Um, thank you so much for sending in all of your questions and your comments, and just reflecting after the couple of weeks that we've had with the kids. Um, you are amazing parents, all of you listening. So, you are. Um, yeah just keep doing what you're doing we're all in it together in solidarity as always we'd love you to rate review subscribe and please please give our podcast a little follow yeah and if you've got any feedback on this episode or
3: any other topics you'd like us to cover like no matter what they are like how big small like we've just been talking about not losing our shit with the kids we'll you know we're happy to discuss like any topic then just drop us a dm on instagram we're on at made by mummers, and we'll be back on tuesday Made by Mamas is an Insanity podcast production, and today's episode was produced by the lovely Charlotte Mason.
1: Insanity Group. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because rust new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns, so you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from rust Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ.